0: Hi, I'm Darren Pepperd. Welcome to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Hey friends, welcome into episode number 100 of the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. Yes, that's right, 100. It is worthy of celebration, something I am extremely, extremely stoked about and really proud of that we have reached episode number 100. You know, it's crazy. January 15th, 2022 was the very first episode, episode number one of Leaning into Leadership. The episode titled, What Matters Most in Your Leadership? And now here we are, October 4th, 2023, and episode number 100, is coming at you right now. It's amazing, folks. And I got to tell you, a lot of things have been going through my mind as I've been thinking about how to approach episode number 100. A lot of people wanted to give me advice. They said, hey, maybe do a show that's all about the lessons that you've learned in 100 episodes of podcasting. And some other people said, hey, what if if you just recap, like kind of do a highlight reel of all the episodes that you've done? And somebody else suggested, hey, have somebody come on and interview you and do like a reverse edition of your podcast. All of those, all of those were excellent, excellent pieces of advice. And I've taken a little bit of some of those pieces of advice, not all of them. But today, what I really want to focus on are the things that have stood out to me. Yes, some of them are lessons learned. But some of them are just simple observations, takeaways, moments during the podcast or or moments during the interviews that I've been doing that have really, really taken me to another level as a leader. I'm really hopeful that as you've been listening to the podcast, whether this is your first episode or you've actually listened to all 100 episodes, um, I guess 101 if you count the trailer. Um, And if you haven't listened to the trailer, go check it out, by the way. We just did an updated brand-new version of the trailer. Um, It was incredible to go back and listen to the trailer and discover how wrong I was with everything that I thought we were going to be doing with the podcast. So now we have a little bit more of an updated version of that trailer. But to reflect on the 100 episodes up to this point in time, there are just so many cool takeaways. And I'm going to get to those and so much more right after this. All right, everybody, today's show is sponsored by... Road to Awesome. Yeah, that's right. It's sponsored by Road to Awesome. And specifically, my book, Road to Awesome, The Journey of a Leader. You know, that book is all about getting over your fears of being awesome. It's it's just way too often, folks, that we allow ourselves to let things get in the way. We don't have clarity. We're just running around being a firefighter. We're not being a leader. Well, that's where my book comes in. Road to Awesome, The Journey of a Leader is all about that. It's stepping away from being a firefighter, starting to be a leader, and in order to do that, you got to have clarity about what matters to you. In the book, I share six things that I think are absolutely critical for educational leadership success. Now, here's the beautiful part. I don't care if you agree with my six, because that's me demonstrating for you how I gained clarity. My challenge in the book is for you to gain clarity and identify what it is that truly matters to you. And then go be intentional with your time, with your actions, with your words, and with your communication to ensure that you are walking that walk, that you are following through on that clarity that you've gained on really focusing on what it is that you're looking for and what it is that you hope to see with your school. Road to Awesome, Journey of a Leader. It is all about getting rid of Fear of Being Awesome. And you can have that book right now because of episode number 100. We're running a special on the book. Go to roadtoawesome.net backslash books. And when you click on the book, enter the code FOBA, F-O-B-A, Fear of Being Awesome. Folks, we're going to stamp that out. No more fear of being awesome. Grab your copy of Road to Awesome, The Journey of a Leader, Special price right now. Normally twenty four ninety nine. You can have it for $20. That's autographed. That's free shipping. All you got to do, go to roadtoawesome.net backslash books, click on the book and enter the code FOBA, FOBA. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and a podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. So it took me a little while to decide exactly what platform I wanted to use for this particular episode. Uh, There were some celebrations that I thought, hey, we could talk about that. Um, There were certainly some highlights from different episodes that, yeah, we could talk those through. But what I really wanted to do so I went back to an episode here recently that I did with Josh Stamper. And if you remember that particular episode, Josh and I just cut it up over four or five questions that our audience had supplied to us about getting ready to start a new school year, and especially when you're a brand new school leader. And I thought, you know, that one was so much fun, and that one got so much of a great response that what if I just answered some of your questions here as part of episode number 100? I was fortunate enough to have some actual one-on-one conversations with a handful of you, our regular listeners, and I jotted down some of the questions that you asked or that you thought would be a really good topic for this particular episode. So that's really where I want to go. I have five questions here that I would like to discuss or kind of just riff on, I guess. Um, it's a lot of fun when I have the opportunity to answer your questions. I think it's, it's another way of providing some information, but also maybe, um, you know, for me to kind of have that one-on-one mic therapy, you know, talking here to, to my podcast mic, um, and ultimately, you know, sharing that with your ears. Um, the first question, um, really relates to leadership in general. And what is one of the common threats that I'm seeing, um, as a need in leadership? you know it's interesting right now as I'm working with districts oh from California all the way to New Jersey and New York um, uh, Nevada Nebraska I mean you name it I'm all over the place Virginia and there are definitely some common themes and before I tell you those common themes let's let's get to some of the the root causes in so many different cases folks we've seen these leadership turnovers where you know maybe they're Maybe there's a district that has a superintendent who is the third superintendent in four years. Or perhaps there's a school that the principal is the first principal that has been in that space in a long time. You know, they they've gone through interims, they've gone through just gaps in leadership, or again, that fourth or fifth principal in three or four years, folks. The leadership turnover. Uh, that we're seeing across the country, and this isn't exclusive to education, but is really, really prominent in education right now. Um, it's alarming. It's alarming how rapidly leaders are coming and going in various roles. You know, I've had a number of conversations with people, and, and I'm sure a lot of you have too, when we talk about teacher turnover and we talk about the challenges that we see with hiring you know with recruiting with retaining high quality teachers because so many of them view the role now as just a job but the truth is that's that's what we're starting to see in educational leadership too that it isn't simply like when when I started you know when I made my way into that first administrative role that assistant principal role i mean it was like hey that was something i was striving for and now more and more not all the time don't misunderstand me but more and more it's almost more viewed as a job. And people aren't necessarily finishing out their contract year before they move on. They may move on mid-year, they may move on six weeks into the job. Um, and that to me is, is definitely something that's concerning. But where I'm going with this is, is all of that leads to what I see as one of the biggest challenges. And that is this gap that exists in systems. You know, whether that's systems for how you do things, you know, whether that's at your district office level or or at your building level or even in the classroom level, when we have a lot of leadership turnover, what happens is we have a lot of change in how things get done. In other words, how systems function. And in many cases, the systems are not systems. They're person dependent. And those person-dependent types of ways that we do whatever it might be, professional development requests or purchasing or observations or, I mean, fill in the blank, folks. You could say hundreds of different things here. But when we have a lack of systems in place, what happens is we end up with people who either are stepping way outside of, of their guardrails and, and doing things that, that maybe leaders are not wanting them to do or that they would like to at least have some dialogue around, or the exact opposite, which is employees that are not taking a step, that aren't willing to take a risk because they're waiting for somebody else to give them permission. And as we see, as we see this, this hole in the systems, that's, that's what's slowing us down. That's what's causing a lot of our issues. So uh, the challenge there is how do you find a way, how do you come up with a method to develop systems that are not person dependent, that are going to stand the test of time and become those in a good way, things that are, that's just how we do it here. Again, in a good way, not the, that's how we do things here. In, in a bad way I'm talking about putting those systems in place so that people know who do I go to how do I go about things how do I get things done and, and right now to me that that's one of those challenges one of those needs that I see in leadership the next question really goes right at the podcast and I'm, it's actually two questions that I'm going to combine them uh, Number one part of this question or part a I guess is, you know, how do you think that the show has grown, and what is your favorite episode and why? Um, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, as far as how the show has grown, um, I go back to episode number one, and I mentioned actually uh, in in the lead in that uh, we have a new trailer. Um, I recorded a new trailer, something I've been thinking about for uh, for a while, and and the reason behind that is when I went back and listened to the trailer, what I talked about. And what the show has become are two completely different things. Um, I I actually said in the original trailer that uh, it was mostly going to be solo episodes with the occasional guest. Um, If you're a regular listener of the show or you just simply go through and scroll through uh, the uh, episode um, table of contents, you'll see that it's a guest basically every episode. So um, I think the show has really grown in terms of who we're having on the show and and the type of leader that the the broad scope of leader that we're having on the show um that that was a goal that i had early on was to demonstrate and to talk about how great leadership is great leadership regardless of of the context where it's taking place but um i really feel like we've grown tremendously and a lot of that is we have uh we have people coming to us saying hey you know, we'd really like to recommend this guest or we'd really like to recommend that guest, which is very beneficial to us because it gives access to people that maybe I didn't originally know, um, which I guess leads to another piece in, in terms of how how the show has grown. And, and this is maybe a little peek behind the curtain. But um, when I first started having guests on, we would jump on and just hit record. And while, yes, we could have some good organic conversation, we never got very deep in our conversations. And so something that I've done probably for about the last 40 or 50 episodes is anybody that I don't know personally and know well, um, we're, getting on, we're getting on a half hour call weeks before we're recording the episode, because I want to get to know that guest. So when you listen to me talk to these guests, and I talk like I've known them forever, it's because at least I've had one really good in-depth conversation with them long before jumping into talking about, you know, whatever the topic is that we have on that particular episode. It's just something I feel real strongly about because, uh, and I've heard this from you, a lot of you, that you love just how organic the conversations are, and that can't happen if I haven't had the opportunity to get to know the guest, and and so that that takes me to the second half of the of the question, which is what's my favorite episode and why? I I struggle here because I can't simply single one out. Um, probably the most recent episode, and that doesn't matter. Whenever you're listening to this, whatever the last one was, right now it would be number ninety nine with Jillian Bois. but uh, in truth. My favorite episode is all of them because the conversations have just truly been awesome. And there's so much leadership gold that people share as we go through every one of these. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And and maybe another peek behind the curtain, I record these episodes typically in batches. So um, I I knew, as example, August, September, October were going to be insanely crazy months for me as far as the coaching and the speaking and that stuff. I'm hardly ever home. And I recorded probably 25 episodes uh, between April and May. And uh, so you're still hearing episodes now that I recorded back then, um, just simply because I knew I had to be ahead of them. Um, I tell you that because of this. When I go back now to do the final cut and put those episodes together together, it's so much fun for me to go back and listen to it again and to just hear again some of, some of that incredible insight that, that I hear from my friends and, and colleagues in the leadership space. So uh, this is honestly you know, a question I could riff on forever, but uh, in a nutshell, the show has grown, man, just, huh, just in ways I would have never imagined. Um, I'm really proud of, of where the show is and where it's going. Um, super excited. Uh, we've been a part of the teach better podcast network now for, I don't even know how long, 60 episodes maybe. And, uh, that's been, that's been a pretty incredible piece and, uh, you know, obviously gaining some, some sponsorships and, and that kind of stuff. So show has really grown favorite episode. I, I can't single one out. I really can't. Um, I will say this when people ask me to describe how leaning into leadership is not just about leadership and education. I typically will go right at the episode with Brett Schrotland, which I think is like episode 15, episode 17, somewhere in that neighborhood. I, you, you would think I would know the number, but I don't. Um, Brett Schrotland, the county sheriff in um, Grand County, Colorado, led through this massive wildfire. The leadership lessons from Brett are incredible. Brett's a good friend, um, somebody I'm really honored to have worked with for four years, um, that's an episode that I use as an example. I, I don't want to call it my favorite, but um, that one's a really good one. So now I'm going to go back and look at the analytics here in the next couple of weeks, and we're going to see that Brett Schroetland one just goes absolutely crazy because everybody goes back and listens to it. So um, so yeah, so that's, that's those two questions. Um, the next question, um, this one's really cool. I like this one. Um, we just had International Podcaster Day on September 30th. So this is really an appropriate question. The question is, what is something that I would tell an aspiring podcaster? What's some advice or some insight or a tip that I would give to an aspiring podcaster? And um, I actually just just did a little bit for uh, for the Teach Better Podcaster Network um, for International Podcaster Day, and I gave a couple tips then. And so I'll, I'll, I'll use those same ones, but I'll expand. Um, number one, if you think you want to do a podcast, do it. Just get started. And don't feel like you need to have the top of the line, most fancy equipment. Don't think you've got to have some big, fancy, you know, microphone boom arm on your desk. By the way, I just got one of those like, I don't know, two weeks ago. You know, I mean, I'm 90 something episodes in before I got a boom arm. So don't feel like you got to be focused on all the equipment. Just focus on what's your message. And, And it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, go back, go back with this podcast, go back to episode one and compare it to episode 100 and the clarity of the message. You know, I talk so much about clarity, but holy cow, the clarity of message in the podcast over 100 episodes has grown tremendously. And uh, don't think you have to be perfect. Um, I think it's just like so many other things. Just start, you know, just get it out there. Um, Find, you know, find easy to use software. There's free pieces that are out there lots of great things. I will put in the show notes, um, the, uh, the podcasting stuff that I use just, just for anybody who wants to take a look at it. I'll tell you, you know, about the microphone I have. I'll tell you about the, uh, editing software I use. I'll tell you about the recording software that I use. Um, I mean, you're welcome to check those things out, but you don't have to. And that's not an endorsement. That's why I'm not saying them on the air. You could go in and look at them in the show notes, but, um, Again, don't feel like you have to be perfect. You just get started. And and number two, the other thing that I would tell you, um, <laughs> audio is king. Audio quality is king. And what I've learned over the course of uh, 100 episodes is you want to make sure you have really, really good quality audio. Um, I've had a few episodes where the audio quality wasn't very good, especially go back to the beginning. Um first couple of recordings we did, uh, with a different platform than what we use now. And the audio quality was not anywhere near as good. But, uh, I I think those two things are really important. You know, you want to, you want to make sure that, um, what people are listening to is going to be of quality. If the audio is poor, they're probably going to turn it off. Um, and then just get started. You know, you'll gain that clarity. You'll learn a whole lot more about yourself as a podcaster, as as you continue to go but uh you know just just lean into it um you know and get started and maybe a bonus uh that i would tell you is reach out to other podcasters um i have some great podcasters that uh, i bounce ideas off of and that i reach out to and talk with on a regular basis so just like with anything that you're trying to get started find that community find that network of people that you know you can you can just bounce a question off of, I mean, by all means, you know, if you're really seriously aspiring to do a podcast, you know, shoot me a message, you know, shoot me an email, um, that stuff's in the show notes too. Just reach out because, uh, I'm happy, happy to give you some advice and maybe share some of the things that I did that didn't go so well so you can learn from them and maybe don't make the same mistakes that I made. So, uh, that's what I would tell you if you're an aspiring podcaster, just get started, folks. I mean, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so the, the next question actually now uh, comes back into the leadership space. And, and I love this question. It's uh, what do you see as an emerging trend for leaders to be aware of over the next one to three years? And man, <laughs> I think there's a few. I think first and foremost, we cannot uh, dismiss the impact that AI will have on our roles as leaders. And, and and really, uh, that, that directly affects us, but it also affects the people that we're charged with leading. Um, I think the more that we understand or, or can think about how AI is ultimately going to change some of the roles that the people around us have. And I, I'm not saying we're going to use AI to replace teachers. Don't get me wrong. You cannot replace. You cannot replace the human element. But... We're gonna to continue to see new and innovative ways for AI to step in and be utilized very productively for for some of the things that right now we rely on on human uh, manpower for. So I think that's one thing we need to, to certainly be aware of. Um, I think that's going to, um, I think it's gonna have an impact on the needs that the employees, the people that we lead have. It's something we've really gotta be mindful of. Um, you know, it, it may be that that impact really you know kind of comes in in the form of of their own self confidence, their own self worth, and helping them to discover and uncover skills that they have that allow them to do even more when AI potentially is utilized to free up some of the stuff that they're doing. So um, we've got to be really mindful of that. I think I think portability is another, another piece, stepping away from the AI piece. I think portability of employees, I, I referenced this earlier when I was talking about leadership turnover, but we have become so portable. Um, I mean, it's the world isn't flat and it's no longer our um, people going to be, you know, staying in one place for 30 years and then retiring. Um, that's going to be extremely rare. And over the last, you know, handful of years, I think that's become true, but we're going to see it really ramp up. And I think we're going to see portability in our employees, whether that's your classified employees or or your certified employees, you're going to start to see more and more of that turnover, more and more people leaving at different times of the year and the ability to hire people at different times of the year. Um, So your hiring cycles are going to start to look a lot different. And, um, (laughs) that means as leaders, um, that human resources side of what we do uh, is not something that we dust off in March and put away in August, um, but rather that, that hiring onboarding process is going to become a whole lot more fluid. It's going to continue to be something that, that is always happening. It takes us back to systems, right? you know, really ensuring that we have high quality systems for onboarding, for recruiting, for retaining, because, man, employees are going to just continue to be more and more portable folks. And we've got to be prepared for that as leaders. Um, that's going to help us ensure as much consistency as we can possibly have in our organizations um, so that we're ready for that. And, and then the last thing I think that's really important here, um, I've referenced it a little bit uh, here with the AI piece, but human connection. I think the human connection, that part of leadership is probably already, but will definitely be by far and away the most important skill. As a leader, you have to be able to connect with human beings on a truly human level. It's not just about creating a great vision and and being able to have that clarity. Yeah, those things are important. You know how much I, I talk about clarity, but If we can't build relationships and maintain relationships with individuals, and and again, because of the portability and all that, you need to be able to build relationships quickly, which means your visibility is going to have to continue to increase. Your compassion, your empathy, your willingness to sit down with people and just listen is really going to be put to the test, I think, in the next one to three years. Uh, by far and away, we're, we're no longer in a place where um, we can't build relationships. We're no longer in a place where it's okay for for the leader to not know everybody in their charge. You've got to be willing to put in the time to build those relationships. I think it's going to be the single most important piece that uh, that you're going to do. Um okay here's a bonus question for you. Um where do you see the show at episode 200? So here we are 100 episodes in 200 episodes so another 100 episodes from now where do I see the show? Um you know I at a point I would love to be utilizing the video. Uh you don't typically get to see this stuff but um when I record the episodes, the audio episodes, um, we're actually recording the video. And I have the video for, I believe, every one of the episodes. Maybe, maybe just one or two that, that I don't have the video for. And I would love to be able to cut those up and you know use those uh, in small highlights and, and that kind of stuff to really, really get our YouTube channel going. I think that would be a critical piece. So at episode 200 um, that we are utilizing the video component, of our episodes that we really have leaned heavily into the youtube side of broadcasting this podcast so in other words really using the video um, i think that's a big piece um, another piece that's been in my mind for a while and i haven't exactly decided how i want to do this um, but there's a part of me that would love to uh take you know take chunks uh chunks of episodes and utilize those episodes to kind of write a book, um, in essence, telling some of the stories of the individuals that you've heard here on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast into, into a book, um, you know, or a series of books um, under the Leaning Into Leadership uh, flagship name. I, I think that is something that I would love to see when we get to episode 200, that maybe at least that first Uh, that first book has come out. Uh, I might be painting myself into a corner or, you know, saying, hey, here comes my next book. Although I actually have another book in mind that hopefully will come out before that one, but we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, At episode 200, um, you know, I would love to see that we more than doubled uh, the number of downloads. So we're at 25,000 downloads. It would be wonderful to see, you know, 50,000 downloads between now and then. So in other words, at least 75,000 downloads, uh, or maybe we will have crested the 100,000 downloads mark by that point in time. Um, I'd love to see um, an increase in the number of uh, five-star reviews and actual like worded reviews. So folks, if you haven't done a review yet on the show, please do so. Uh, that really means a lot. It helps, really helps drive our analytics. Uh, the more of those five star reviews that we have, and the more of those those written reviews that we have, uh, the more that really drives the algorithm and gets our podcast in front of more people. So, um, those are the things I think uh, I'd love to see with uh, with 200 episodes in. Um, I I don't see. An end to this podcast uh, anywhere uh, in the near future. So definitely uh, episode 200 is something that I'm excited to to get to. Can't wait to be talking about episode 200 uh, with all of you in, well, probably about a year and a half. So uh, that'll be awesome. As far as what's new, I mentioned early on that uh, there's some things that uh, that are going to be new, uh, some new things coming your way with the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. I already talked about the new trailer that has been released. Um, we will also be starting a live edition of Leaning Into Leadership. We'll call it Leaning Into Leadership Live. I know that's a really creative title. Um, and that will probably come at you twice a month. Uh, that's going to be an evening, uh, 20 to 30 minute show. Um, and it's not going to just be me. Um, I actually will be uh, co-hosting that show with two uh, of the uh, upcoming authors here with Road to Awesome, uh, Todd Bloomer, who is a high school principal in Texas, and Dominic Armana, who is an elementary principal in New York out on Long Island. Uh, Dom and Todd and I will sit down and riff about various topics on education things that are happening currently some challenges that each of them face i thought it was important to have an elementary and a secondary principal be a part of the show um, and there may be times where dom or todd or both of them take the show without me um, and i just let them run which i think will be fantastic they're two brilliant brilliant leaders uh, amazing human beings and um I, I think you're all going to enjoy leaning into leadership live so uh be on the lookout for that we'll be getting the announcements out and all that kind of stuff uh, coming very, very soon. So as we come to a close here in episode number 100, um, I, I just, I want to say thank you. Uh, thank you to all of you who listen. Uh, thank you to those of you who have subscribed. Um, it's exciting every Sunday morning to see the number of automatic downloads that happen. Uh, and that tells me just how many more people every time are are subscribing to the show. So thank you for that. Um, big thank you to all the guests that we have had here on the show. Um, we've got some incredible guests still coming, and really looking forward to sharing all of those conversations uh, with you. Uh, thank you to the Teach Better Podcast Network, uh, Josh Stamper, Ray Hewitt, uh, Jeff Gargus. Uh, they've just been incredible uh, with their support, uh, with their insight, um, and uh, you know Josh is always there. Uh, if I if I have a question, I just pick up the phone, uh, shoot a text off to Josh, and and he's right there to support. So. Um, that, that's one of those, if you're an aspiring podcaster, Josh Damper is definitely one of those people that you want to know. Um, and, and yeah, make sure that you're connected with him. Um, I, I would tell you, um, thank yous, thank yous don't, uh, don't end, um, or really shouldn't even begin, uh, without me talking about my, my wife, Jess and my daughter, Liz, um, both have done a tremendous amount, um. Uh, Just a a little bit of insight for you. Uh, The original cover, uh, cover art, uh, the trailer, um, so much of the original part of this podcast, and then our our weekly email uh, subscriber um, newsletter that comes out. All of that is Liz. Uh, She does an incredible job for us while working full time uh, in, in a job. So, uh, big thank you to them. Jess, of course, everything that she's doing, uh, here at Road Awesome on the book side, um, and of course supporting the podcast. So thank you to both of them. Um, and then just those of you who are really the true supporters, um, you know, I've learned, man, I've really learned in the last couple of years that most of the people that are out there in the space truly are rooting for you. Um, there's so many people who want you to be successful and who will do, I mean, almost anything to lift you up and to support you. Um, as long as they know you're genuine, you know, when you're genuine and you're real, people want to support you and they want to root for you. So those of you who root for me, uh, who root for us, who support Road Dawson, who believe in Road Dawson, man, there's about 50 faces that just jumped into my face or right into my head. I'd love to just list you off, but you know who you are. You know who you are, and uh, I appreciate you more than, than you'll ever know. Um, you know, uh, having those real, true supporters—the people who root for you all the time—is really meaningful. So, thank you for for that. Uh, you guys really mean mean the world to me. So, um, at this point, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start rambling. So, um, I think instead, what I'll do is is kind of bring this thing to a close and tell you um, I'm just again, just so honored and so excited about episode number 100. Thank you again to all of you who have been listening to the show all this time. Those of you who have been sharing it with other people and letting them know how much you appreciate the show. Um, Again, those of you who've been on the show, those of you who will be coming on the show, um, it it means a lot. So um, again, great leadership is great leadership. Doesn't matter the context where it happens, we can all learn from it. Here on the show, our goal is simple. We want to help you gain the clarity to pick up those gold nuggets that allow you to walk in your purpose and find joy in your job. Thank you for joining me on Leaning Into Leadership. Here's to another 100 episodes. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.